right. Hey! Hi, everyone. We well, didn't come in at the same time like we did last episode. No, we didn't. We hey! It's, it, it doesn't matter because we're just... We're just uh, that was a coincidence. We're, we're going with the flow, but hey, welcome to Movies, TVs, and Tangents. That's right. Or the MTT cast, as we like to call it. It's our show about movies, some TV, and the inevitable tangents we will go on about said topics. I am Mark. And I'm Alex Morgan. And hey, guess what? We're joined... By our very good friend Billy. Say hi, Billy. Hello, everyone. Billy. How are you, man? Good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> he is so excited to be here. I I hope you feel the enthusiasm exude from the, the charisma uh, is yeah, palpable. It's just it's it's overwhelming. I'm gonna need you to take it down three notches <laughs> with no your problem. excitement. <laughs> so we hope everyone's having a wonderful holiday season so far. Um, Christmas is just around the corner, and why not do a Christmas-themed podcast, is what we said to ourselves, because we're in the spirit of the season. Kind of, I'm in the spirit of the season. You're in the spirit of the season? You're riddled with the spirit? No. No. That was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I've never really been, I don't really, I've never really been too big on Christmas, I'm going to be honest. Huh, okay. You know why, I think I know why, because you used to work in retail. And that is a terrible yeah. position to be in. But I've been this. I've been about six years removed from retail. But you still have the. Uh, you could say that your retail experience during Christmas was your Vietnam. If anyone should be a Scrooge sitting among us, it should be Billy, because Billy works at a grocery store chain. I oh. work in retail, and so he deals with probably you deal with probably the the most insane. It's like worse than retail, coming in a, man. Like, it's like it's people's food. Yeah, yeah. You know, people get grumpy about their food for sure. Uh, about their hams, about their turkeys, and about you. You kind of have to, you know. After I've been doing it for like nine years, so you just build up like this wall, yeah, in front of you. So it's just, yeah. you, you, you know, you gotta. Hey, Henry. <laughs> What's up, Henry? Go. <laughs> <laughs> Way to just ruin it. Yeah, just drop it on the podcast. No. It's all good. It's all good. Special cameo. Roommates arriving. Yeah. It's what he does, and it's okay. We love him for it. So, yeah, we're doing a uh, special Christmas uh, themed. I was going to say bonus, but it's not a bonus. It's, it's just not a, a bonus. regular episode. It's a one off. Christmas themed. This, no, uh, in particular, it's about movies. It is about our. We are going to list our top three favorite Christmas movies. Let's be honest, we're gonna, I, I'm gonna try to keep it to three, but. You told me specifically we gotta cut it I'm, down to three. I'm it was gonna, gonna get to it five. down, I'm you gonna get it down. I, I said three only because I worried that going to five, we would, uh, this podcast might go for three hours in debate, but I don't know. We'll start at three and then we'll go from there. We'll start at, how about this? We'll start at three, and then we'll give our uh, honorable mentions, uh, we'll, we'll say what two honorable mentions are, and that will be our technical five. How about, how's it? Fair about enough. That, that right? works for it's me. Like, Billy, does that work for you? Sure. All right, sure. yes. Yeah. Well, I love the enthusiasm. It's great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, why don't we just, uh, why don't we kick it off? You want me to start? You know what, Mark? Go for it. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. I'm going to tell why you. Why not? Now... The, the specifics that uh, we didn't have any rules for this list, but it had to be at least a movie that is 
uh, it's centered around Christmas or Christmas has to be uh, not just the backdrop, but it has to be a plot point. So, you know, you can't just say, uh, oh, my favorite Christmas movie is... Um, Lethal Weapon. Is, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? And I was, that was a technical honorable mention was Lethal Weapon because... Uh, For you, uh, Lethal Weapon was on your list? But it was way, way down. Oh, okay. I technically made Fair. like a top ten list, so, and then the other five were honorable mentions, and Lethal Weapon was like number ten. Because you're right, it's technically not, it only talks about Christmas... Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Or you yeah. can't say, well, Harry Potter's my favorite Christmas movie. You're like, well, which one? Any of them. Yeah, because they're all kind of centralized around Christmas. So I'm, that's, I don't know. I was thinking more it, along the lines that it was a movie like that had like a Christmas theme movie. But yes, I, I yes. will I will expand my realm a little bit and allow it to go into the it has to be movies yeah. that have something to do with Christmas yeah it thing. can't just be a backdrop to the story of the movie it has to be a plot point and so I bring all that up because for me my number three is Die Hard oh so we're going three okay that makes sense Die, three, I, know, I, I, I said that earlier and I knew I, I knew you're gonna say Die Hard it's not my number. For a lot of people, they will say, oh, it's obviously number one. No, no, it's not. It's my number, number three. One? Don't ask me. It's not my number for anyone, one. I was anyone's number one, but that's Because fine. a lot of... But for a Christmas, it doesn't matter. Because it's a good movie, that's why. It's a good movie, it's a good action film, and it just so happens to well, be a Christmas movie. Well, it is would, absolutely a Christmas movie. Well, wouldn't that fall into, like... It's just kind of a backdrop for the movie, though. No, because it's essential to the plot of the movie is the fact that it is Christmas. It is the fact that John McClane goes to L.A. because of Christmas to, you know, to, to be with his separated wife, what like almost divorcee, whatever, and the whole That's Hans true. Gruber and his group specifically choose the Christmas uh Season to attack the, uh, you know, that the what I'll is the building called? Because he knew that they were going to have a big party there and it would be a good yeah, opportunity. The Christmas so. party, yeah. and that's yeah, the thing. That's See, true. like it centers around Christmas, it is all about Christmas. The music, if it's not playing the Ode to Joy by Beethoven, which that's a fun drinking game, and see if you're not wasted by the end of it. Take a drink every time you hear the Ode to Joy. I, yeah, I haven't tried. It's I'm, nuts. I'm down. I'll do it because <laughs> it's it. pretty much Hans Gruber's theme the entire movie. I'm, I'm always up for being, you know. <clears throat> hammered of course but if they're not playing the ode to joy then they're playing some form of christmas music the movie ends with let it snow come on fair enough come fair on. enough it's a christmas movie fair enough so there you are all right i'll give it to you i mean it was a good movie and it definitely was on my radar of options but it didn't make my top three or honorable mentions for me because wow. I, I mean don't get me wrong i i i I have an appreciation for Die Hard and the Die Hard series. Is it my? F does it make it its way into one of my all-time favorite action movies? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. There's some other ones that I, I appreciate a little bit more. Interesting. Um, I mean, <laughs> most of the time they're like really like the terrible ones. That I mean, obviously, Rambo would probably be in uh, the Rambo series is hands down probably my favorite action. Uh, movie series, but I that mean, is an interesting statement. Loved Rambo, fair Big enough. Fan of Rambo, all of them. I'm hey, not, first there's not one Rambo movie that I hate. I pretty much even Rambo it. three. Loved them all. 
Wow. <laughs> even Rambo, <laughs> even the the uh, the the one that came out in 2000, uh, what was 2011? Oh, just Rambo? Yeah, the Rambo. That was Ram- great. Rambo's awesome. That was intense. Yeah. That's why I, I, I was worried about it because, it Ra- because I didn't care for Rambo 3 so much. I was it like, was really good. It yeah, was so it's brutal. Awesome. I wasn't expecting it. That, I, like, I, mean, I was like, Ooh. I like how they didn't hold back. They really touched on, uh, I mean, that's... That's how it really is on the other end of the seems like it. spectrum, you know. I assume so. I mean, at least that that's stuff what happens. they want us to believe. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. That's what arrows you know, going through yeah. guys' heads. Uh, spoiler alert. I mean, just the whole, you know. The <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. A lot of decapitation and body parts and, flying. Yeah, and a big knife. It's too bad it's not a Christmas theme movie because then I would have been like Rambo. Well, that's the thing. We never know because it takes place in the jungle. And uh, do the jungle exactly. So there you go. My number three is Die Hard, as Christmas uh, movies go. What is your number three, Alex? Number three for me. This is tough. This is tough because I just generally wrote some down, and I don't know if I came up with an official number three, but I'm probably gonna go with. Pressure's on. Mm. I'm probably gonna have to go. Number three is well, when you made a your year top... without a Santa Claus. Okay, I was gonna say. Well, when you made your top five, like, well, what was number? Well, three? it was. I debated over them in my head because some of them I really love because of nostalgia reasons. That's a very um, good point. Some of them I I I only like them because of nostalgia reasons. Otherwise, they're not good. Um. For example, this one, For example, a, year this without, one. <laughs> a Year Without a Santa Claus wasn't necessarily the worst thing I've ever seen, which was, a, I mean, it was a great movie. No, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I thought it was, you know, had some amazing, uh, the cast was amazing. I mean, uh, uh, Shirley Booth, she's an Academy Award winning. I think she's also, did she win an Oscar too, I think? Well, uh, that's what Academy Award winning. Well, means. yeah. Sorry, I meant I did, uh, Golden Globe and then Academy oh, well, Award. Oh, well, probably. Yeah, and she she played Mrs. Claus. And, you know, I saw Mickey Rooney mm-hmm. and Dick Sean. I mean, ah, Mickey Rooney before he went nuts. Yeah, he went a little he went a little crazy. We're talking about young Mickey Rooney. Yeah, back when he was <laughs> quote unquote biggest star in the world. As yeah, back whenever he was a little bit more sane. <laughs> and uh, I mean yeah. George S. Irving, which you know Mickey Rooney played Santa Claus. Was Santa Claus? This is all an- animated. Great movie. Uh, Full confession. Two, di- two directors. It was it was, it was stop motion. It was mm-hmm. kind of creepy. I still to this day like watch it, and I'm a little creeped out. I've always been creeped out by stop motion, especially old stop motion. Well, the uh, well the same studio made a few different R- uh, Rankin like and, and Bass. Yes, yeah, they did. Uh, 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 Santa Claus is coming to town, which uh, some will say is a spiritual part one. To the year without Santa Claus part two. Yeah. Just in the spiritual sense. Well, my mom, even after like uh, the year without Santa Claus, my mom still to this day sings uh, all the, the heat miser and the snow miser theme songs. Those dudes are weird. They're weird, but it's a great song. I mean, full confession. I have never seen this movie all the way through. Really? I have I've only seen, seen oh I've only heard the bits and pieces of the songs from heat miser and uh, what cold miser. Well, yeah, basically the whole idea of the movie was, uh, you know, Santa basically Claus quits. a town. Well, he quits, but and he's yeah. like, he's just too old and he's sick. 
And it's too, <laughs> and he's yeah. just like, it's going to be, it's just, it's too hot for Christmas. And then the snow miser wants to make it cold, but the heat miser just won't allow it. And they're just laughing and they're just like, there's never snow here in this city. Maybe they should and have so changed it And so finally too. snows on Christmas day <laughs> and they convince Santa to come in. The heat is like a whole battle right. and uh, dealing between the heat miser and the snow miser and Mrs. Claus and Mrs. Claus pretends to be Santa Claus and goes out on the sleigh and delivers. I feel like this was a very L.A. based uh, invention. I mean, I would imagine. Or Tennessee. We don't get snow here on Christmas. We barely get snow as (laughs) it is. I mean, I guess, yeah. Every other state around us is getting snow, but, you know. As far as, like, a a, a place, the setting may have been, you know, somewhere where it doesn't snow very often. But, yes, I... I don't know. As a kid, I grew up watching the movie over and over again, and we sang the songs in the cars. Still sing the songs. We have like little, like dolls uh, on our tree. My mom loved it growing up, so it's very nostalgic for me. Um, Do I think it's the best Christmas movie for me? No, it's definitely number three. Uh, It almost made it to honorable mention, but it's still just a a very active part of my Christmas every year. So right, sure. It's I mean it's your personal list, and I begrudge no one the sense of nostalgia, as we'll soon find out. I'm sure. Hey, Billy, what is your Numero number three? Uh, number three for me, I would say, is uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Boom! There's another one. It's a great one. Yes. I can, squ- I can quote that thing from beginning to I end. I pretty much can, too. I've seen it a billion times. Huge part of my childhood. Did not make my list, though. So many good characters in that. You know, it's a claymation or what? Like it's claymation. Stop, yeah, stop I mean, it's motion. Stop, stop motion, yeah. pl- like puppetry, clay. Yeah, yeah kind of the... yeah. So it's and it's you know, um, for them doing that back in the day, mm-hmm. you know that's amazing. Yeah. But they, you know, it's it's a big it's a huge work of art. And uh, <clears throat> in the Yukon Cornelius. Oh yeah, Yukon. I mean, <laughs> that's really the only that and the Bumble's the the, the creepy <laughs> abominable snowman <laughs> thing going on, which I'm like, oh, I love. I, I go back and I watch that movie and I go, what the hell is this all about? This this snowman guy. And uh, but uh, him and and Yukon are really the only reasons to keep watching that movie. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, when they you, ranking in bass. That's they, what that's why yeah. I said that's another one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You did say that. Um, I, I just now realized that. it's it's uh, but the I guess Videocraft International. I guess what it it was a uh, probably originally. I think is what they originally called it, or it was later on known as that. I can't really remember. We but didn't do any, extensive research no. on that, but uh, yeah, the only. <laughs> The only thing about the the bad thing about Rudolph, and that's this is the why it didn't make my list because I was very very close to putting it on my my top three. Even Same here, it does not. It's a horrible story. It's, it's a pretty hor- depressing. It's a horrible story about someone born different who is treated like garbage, not just from everyone around him, but their parents even. Yeah. And what does he do? I'm going to run away. I'm going to run away. I want to be a dentist. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, a- yeah, and he runs away with another a, a gay elf who wants to uh, be a dentist. <laughs> not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that, but it's just like, no other elves wanted to be dentists. They were like, no, we make toys. It's what we do. Get out of here, you weirdo. He's like, fine. He was an outcast. They were all, they were all outcasts, but then what happens? Land of misfit toys. They come back. They come back, and then it's like when a they of the nerd scenario, when they have something to offer, that's when suddenly, oh, you're the best person ever. You're the best it, reindeer. It, we we need you. We need you because you got a bright red nose, and you know, obviously, we were wrong about you. Just for the, you know, because we need you. It's a, it's terrible. If you strip it down like yeah, like that, it's a, <laughs> it's it's a weird message to you know kids that are watching it, which 
you know, if they're really little, they probably don't really understand it. But no, I, cer- I mean, I certainly didn't. But back the then. but yeah, the message and the actual if you strip it down and get to the story, it is it's it's kind of harsh. It's, well, but I mean, it's, not, it's uh, almost like uh, uh, you know the the world's harsh, man. You know? I mean, it's the same it's thing. True. Whenever kinda, like growing up, like that movie, not only rough the red nosed reindeer, but I mean, I appreciate the fact that it's like it celebrate it, it to me. It kind of celebrated the your like people being different and like like was like it kind of celebrated the idea of like hey, it's okay to be different. There's other different people. I think and that's like, probably the interpretation they were going for. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's also in the same vein as then. I don't know if this, this. I mean, I guess moments could be considered Christmas thing, but like the never-ending story was so depressing. That is not a Christmas film. <laughs> there's like, no, not there's even snow close. in it, but there's snow, there's in, snow it. in it. <laughs> there is. There's like but that like one that's scene. another movie just like it that was just so depressing. Depressing. You and know after why? I got older, I was just like, "Wow!" Do you know the why theme so of this depressing? movie is so dark? It's because it's a German fairy tale. Oh well, that makes a little bit. The, more the sense. scene that sticks out to me in that movie is when the horse gets in the mud. And, <laughs> and the, 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 the swamp the horse of sadness. Dies from sadness. It dies. From it being sinks sad. into the swamp of sadness because it becomes depressed. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I'm depressed, and I'm in the swamp. I can't fight it." Bah. It's it's horrible, yeah. And I yeah, watched that when I was a child, and I'm going, what is this? What was the horse's name again? Artex. 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 And then the sad, like the really sad, Artex. like, what was the rock? I can't remember the rock's name, but he's like trying to rock hold Rock biter. Rock, yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> he like loses like the, uh, like he's like. He's like, I tried to hold on to him. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I just remember as a kid growing they up. They like, look like strong. And he's like, they look like strong heads, don't they? And you're like, they're not strong? No, they're not. I'm weak. And like. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Germans. Anyway. It's really just sad. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's a complaint. And the, the big storm that destroys everything is called the nothing. Yeah, the it's nothing. It's like, so nothing is going to come and kill us? How do we, how do we fight it's nothing? the most nihilistic you movie. You can, yeah, you're like, you, so you can't fight nihilist. it. That's that. I think that's the point of never ending story. Is like whatever happens, it could be nothing. You can't. You can't that's why there's it. so many kids in our generation who are, who are nihilist. We're doomed. Yeah. Very cynical nihilist so. generation from watching never ending story because yeah. it never yeah. ends. The never ending story. And to their credit, they tried to lighten it up because that thing got like two more sequels, but yeah. they're just they're not good. No, they're not. They're not. They're I tried. Anywho. So there we are. We, we got our number three. First so, round. First round is done. That's good, good, solid choices. Now, my number two. All right. Let me, let me see. Right there. there it is. Now, this one, talk about lighthearted, but it's dealing with some heavy material. I'm worried right now. I feel like we're going to end up lapping over each other, but go on. We probably will. Yeah. Especially with this one. I'm worried what you're about to say. Are you worried? But go on. Well, you shouldn't be worried. You should be excited. You I should be happy. Am. You should be. But I think I know what you're about. You should to say. be. You should be joyfully glee because this is what the main character develops over the course of the movie, and I'm talking about Scrooged with <sighs> Bill Murray. That's a good one. That is a great one. It's the best adaptation of the Charles Dickens classic that ever. I, yeah. you know, we're talking I, about the one with Bill Murray. I said Bill Murray. Okay, it's I didn't hear you Scrooge say that. Sorry, with sometimes a D at the end of it. So yeah, sometimes I trail off. <laughs> it is, uh, <laughs> it is, it is the uh, the nineteen eighty nine, I think, classic. I believe it's nineteen eighty nine. Back when Bill Murray was all zany and and kooky and crazy and fun, and he yelled a lot. Um, not like the Bill Murray we have now. Not like your favorite Bill Murray. I know you like the 
the dry, I like, no, no, no. soft spoken. I like spoken. both Bill Murray. I like Stripes Bill Murray. I mean, I love Caddyshack Bill Murray, and I love Bill Murray okay, from Broken okay. Flower and how do you feel all about, those Wes Anderson movies? I, I, I like. I just love Bill Murray. How do you feel about of, Osmosis Jones Bill Murray? Uh, it was better than Garfield Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but Scrooge... Nothing gets yeah, better. Yeah. Nothing gets worse than Garfield Filmer. I mean, and even he'll tell you that, too. Um, yeah, man, this is this is one of those... Uh, I don't know if you guys have this, but uh, movies that you watch or you have watched with, uh, like, your family or, like, really, really close friends over the years. Every one of my family members can quote this movie. And we do, like, a lot. I've even seen when it it's quite not a Christmas, bit. I've seen the, 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 that story... So many times. I haven't mm. seen Scrooge that many times, even though it's definitely in my top 10 favorite Christmas movies of all time. It's fantastic. It's definitely my honorable yeah. mentions because I just, it, it, it's one of those movies I've seen a ton, but I haven't, it's not in my, it's not one of those like, I'm like, I gotta watch Scrooge. It's that time, it's Christmas time, I gotta watch Scrooge. See, I for have me. to. Yeah, for, yeah. For, for me, that's why it's my number two. It's just like, I, I must, no matter how many times I, I watch it, no matter how many times I can quote it, it's I have to watch it at least once a year, and what better time than Christmas, right? So yeah, that's I've seen it twice, just yeah. twice. Yeah. Oh man, um, you're due for another watch, I think. Yeah. I mean, I love Bill Murray, and uh, it's definitely some of his best work there. I agree. I agree. Opinion. I uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can pinpoint a better role for him in in terms of how well his acting is. And how just mu- how well he just really went for it, then Scrooged, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, Bill Murray. I mean, I've, I haven't seen. Well, we're not going to mention what I mentioned Garfield again, but I haven't seen Bill Murray do anything that has ever made me other than that Sans Garfield that I've been like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame Bill Murray for that. I blame. No, and, and when you hear his when you hear his reasons on why he even took the job, he it's thought like, it was oh. he thought it was like a, a script for some other some for he something. He thought completely. Ethan Cohen from the Cohen Brothers wrote it, it but it was like E. Tan Cohen. It was like this other dude. <laughs> Seriously, that's like that's, that's, that's a true story. That's hilarious. And he found that out afterwards. He's like, oh boy, I've already signed the papers. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he's like, well, I, I got paid, so you know, yeah. he, he didn't care. So yeah, Scrooge. Uh, I I. If you love any of the other Christmas Carol adaptations, uh, minus that one that uh, Robert Zemeckis did with Jim Carrey, that one's just bonkers. I don't, I don't yeah. understand why anyone. Whatever, that's whatever. It's Scrooge. It's absolutely Scrooge. And I don't know if we mentioned this earlier in the podcast. We did not tell each other our. I think they're getting that. our top <laughs> our top three. We did not. We were like, all right, come up with a list. Don't tell anybody, and we're going to talk about it. So yeah. if ours overlap, they just overlap, and we were it's they just totally do, yeah. a mystery. So yeah, um, you're hearing my thoughts on on my pick here. So there it is, and uh, yeah, Scrooge is my number two. Fair enough. Your number two, two for me has got to be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Boom! Honorable mention. Yeah, definitely my uh, top two. Uh, once again, our uh, number two for me in my top three. Definitely nostalgia hilarious great story i mean chevy chase when he wasn't horrible you know 
<laughs> Randy Quaid when he wasn't back, horrible. Back when Chevy Chase really kind of cared. When they weren't, <laughs> At this point. When they weren't like, you know, just sniffing their own ass and talking about how great it was. Um, which, I've, you know. It's extremely quotable, that's for sure. It's insanely quotable. Do, and you, do you find this to be the best of the vacation movies? Out of all the vacation movies, I mean... Uh, I gotta give it to Vegas Vacation for me. I mean, as much as I loved European Vacation, uh, Vegas oh, Vacation's kind of uh, the really? very first one. Vacation. I don't love European. I it's actually, okay, no, but I'm, I mean, it's the original, obviously. But Vegas Vacation is the. I hate European Vacation. I thought that's, it was that's what I'm saying. Like, well, I mean, it, yeah, that's the first one, and so it like no, the first one's Vacation. The, Anthony Michael Hall. That's right. Where they go that's to right. uh, uh, Wally World. Yeah, Wally World. That's right. Wally World, and then European was. Was the that second, second one? That's the second That's one. right. Um, and yeah, then uh, Vegas. Yeah, and then Christmas, Vegas is right? my favorite too. Right? Yeah, yeah, Vegas is hands down. It's just one of the best stories. I don't know why. And I think there's a lot of people, if you were to ask them, they, they shit all over that one. I'm like, why? It's funny. Oh, it's hilarious. It's great. I actually, I connect more with the characters in that one than even the first one. Or Christmas. Which, I mean, Randy Quaid, just, it was one of my favorite moments of Randy Quaid out of like almost any ever I mean Randy Quaid out of all of his career that I've really enjoyed all the the vacation movies were mm. some of my favorite moments like oh, yeah. of him as an actor I mean he just like fit his personality well that's his biggest character well yeah, yeah I mean that's what he's yeah, pretty definitely. much known for so but yeah definitely I mean me and my dad Andy. my dad loved it because it was the humor was crass it mm. was you know, uh, there was, you know, a little bit <laughs> like drinking. It was, you know, when he's a little bit risque. Those, when so. he's cooking those steaks on the rocks out in the desert. When you're <laughs> oh, your Vegas vacation? He just like, that will be done in about an hour or something like that. Oh, or, my God. Uh, I think it was steak. I don't remember what no, it was. No, it was chicken. Was it, it was chicken? It was chicken, uh, it was chicken. yeah. <laughs> that, you know. There's always those weird great. dreams. No, There's yeah, always got to be that dream wonderful. sequence where, you know, when as a kid, the dream sequence where you're staring at the pool, I'm like, you know, I'm like the first movie, like one of the first Christmas movies ever I've seen, and I'm like, you know, that was that was some, that yeah, was some great right. stuff as, as a kid. You're I like, agree. oh man, <laughs> like you don't get <laughs> access to much stuff. So you know, like, watching oh, man, the vacation movies was like these like little moments <laughs> of like, oh, it would have been better. I feel weird. <laughs> it would have. Oh boy, it would have been better for me if the woman in the uh, by the pool would have been. Uh, Christy Brinkley, though, yeah, yeah. But she was the one in the. When you, I'm sure, like in back in the day, that that's her look was very appealing. But sure. you look at it now, and you're just like, she's Meh. really not that. I mean, she's okay. You know. <laughs> Big blonde hair. She's oh, obviously God. gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, she's still- today. I don't really know if I. Would. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Still, to, I mean, like I'm not. I'm talking about like her. Today. Yeah, you watch Parks and Rec. You you should know. I'm she talking plays about the Jerry's actual, wife. <laughs> I'm talking about the actual woman they had in the oh, movie. Oh God, you're right. Oh, in Christmas Vacation, the one that, that was her? in the mall. I didn't know. Yeah, that. I. Who was that? Yeah, I agree with I you now. I thought you were talking crap. about Christy Brinkley. No, 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 no. I didn't. I just now realized that. Yeah, Christy Brinkley plays Jerry's wife on the show. I just yeah. now made. I I was watching that today, and I watched the episode where she like. They finally the see Christmas her episode, wife. The party? Yes. The Christmas, yeah, I just watched that episode today, <laughs> and now I'm, it's like all just like hitting me like a ton of bricks. Like, yeah, holy crap. She's, she's gorgeous. From the, uh, yeah, from the car and all the holiday road. <laughs> she is things, gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but yes, no, Billy, I agree with you. The the woman from the 
the actual woman from the pool is just kind of like, eh. on Christmas vacation. Yeah. 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 I'm saying I wish it had been Christy Brinkley in that been. scenario. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. They so. probably couldn't. That that was probably their last uh, <laughs> thing. They were like, well, we got to get some girl. I'm like, oh, you know. That one. That, that's in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last one we filmed? Uh, the scene at the mall. All right, that one. Get that it's, one. It's, it's, it's in our budget. We've only it's, got this amount of money left. She's the prettiest one we that can't we can pay, pay the, the super, least. We can't pay for the supermodel. We got to get. Uh, we need the an prettiest extra. one who will take the least amount of money. <laughs> they had to buy all those lights, you know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the lighting budget just out of this world, you know. But worth it? I think so. That's the, uh, yeah, that's. Um, that's the only reason that one made my honorable mention and not on the list because Christmas Vacation is not my favorite. Watch it with my dad and my brother. So but I had but my it is fantastic. I had number three was my my nostalgia with my uh-huh. mom, and then my, since my parents are divorced, grew up with watching sure, uh, sure. Year Without Santa Claus with my mom, and then watched uh, Christmas Vacation with my dad. So it was kind of nostalgia well, uh, list on both yeah. ends. But I. Since my sense of humor is a little bit darker, I enjoyed Christmas Vacation <laughs> just a little bit more. That's yeah. fun. Billy, what's Billy, your number, number two? two. Uh, number two, uh, I have to say Home Alone. Boom! That was one of my wife's top. She loved that. That would, If we were doing a top five, Home Alone was number four. Home Alone, really? and I just rewatched it. It's still fantastic. Home Alone barely awesome. made an honorable mention. And you know, Christopher Columbus, hats off. But, you know, who really deserves the credit is uh, John Hughes. John Hughes. Absolutely. And, you know, for Christmas Vacation as well. Yeah. Instrument. Yeah. Um, that dude was, that he dude was wrote nuts, so man. many he wrote, good yeah. movies and directed so many good. I mean, how do you do? I mean, he's, you know. I mean, as a kid, I enjoyed <laughs> like every I mean, cult classic he did. As he a wrote, kid, yeah. I enjoyed it, and In the, the reason it barely would have even made my honorable mention is because I had so many issues with the plot point of Home Alone. Of Home Alone, what uh, I just is did, it? Well, I just, just couldn't understand logically how someone could just fly and forget their kid and have zero way. You call nine one one and have him send him over. Like, there's so many ways that they could have sent someone to help him. I can justify that in a short answer or in a long. One. I know which that the want? phone lines were supposedly down. No, which one do you want? Short answer or long answer? Are you gonna say like it's a movie? Is that what no? You're, okay. I'm not. You want the short answer? Okay, give me the give me whatever you feel is sufficient. The short answer is the McAllisters are terrible people. Well, yeah, They're terrible people who planned terribly, who unfortunately overslept because the power got cut out and they were in a complete rush. They had already shit on this kid the night before and they were just in and in and out. They put him in isolation in the <laughs> attic where no one was up there. No, everyone completely forgot about it. It was the third floor, the third floor in a neighborhood in Chicago very white neighborhood, mind you, in Chicago, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, but so, of course, they're gonna forget him because they don't. They didn't give a shit about that kid. They didn't give a shit. And they had like, why did they, if they didn't give a shit, then why did they panic and freak out when they realized that he? Because wasn't? then they realized, oh shit, we actually left the kid. Right. Uh, Whoops. It's, like I we mean, did that. It's very, <laughs> it's very realistic. I mean, if you have that many kids, they have like what well, in Kevin's I mean, family. There's like. 
eight kids. Yeah, Kevin's family alone had like six or seven kids, and then they had all the cousins. But why did he have to be by himself at home? Like, why couldn't they have just been like, well, let's call the emergency number because the emergency numbers are always active. They're always working. Got a pay phone, called an emergency number, and sent a police officer over to the house. They did that. They called they from did. Paris. But yeah. it took them, like, how long to figure out that he wasn't there? They were in the air when she realized it. Oh they were they had already been flying a few hours because the it went from day, from morning to night when she, like, woke up from asleep and, like, we forgot something. <gasps> Kevin! And it, it just... Like it they just, played on her, like, instinct of being a mom. Yeah. So she just knew I something mean, wasn't right. There was just so many... <laughs> there were so many things about that that just... That bothered me. I just, and I was. No, I mean, I even as a kid growing up, I was just like, sure, you're gonna, you know. But then she also, the mom trusted the, I guess, one of the nieces to like count heads, make sure all the kids are there. The niece, the niece didn't give a shit. And the neighborhood kids. All right, let me get the neighborhood kids in the van snooping around. Which, what's that all about? Yeah. Anyway, so like she's (laughs) like, all right, uh, okay, I see eleven kids. Whatever, cool. And I guess like I just like. Uh, I mean, it was a good movie. Yeah, it was just oh. like, how did Joe Pesci and and uh, um, Daniel Stern Daniel Stern fall into so many of those obvious traps? Like, it, I know it's a sure. movie, but I'm just like, seriously, <laughs> how did they just like walk into that? Like, how is that not? That, obvious? That's a little better argument there. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah that's they're, a, they're that's grown men. <laughs> they're grown men that are just like it's. And they're they're not. Know, well, the better question is like, how does this eight year old know how to plan such trap? This is a sociopath. So then you get <laughs> yeah. into the conversation of so he's like, what's going he, uh, on with Kevin? But then you remember, Kevin a, oh wait, this kid's been left alone a lot probably because yeah. everyone dumps on he's him. Like Sends him to isolation like, in the attic like, where he just he remember he had he a plan. There, but is he up there for like torturing like animals and they're like this is the weird kid who we like, don't know. Yeah, that's the I don't think we get to, I don't think we get to know. I, 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 I I'm arguing this because I was arguing with my wife earlier today and yesterday about why I have so many issues with Home Alone. It's home. fine that you do. It's it's yeah. it, I. I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm just arguing what <laughs> I'm trying that, to justify. Not that I, I understand <laughs> yeah. why people liked it. And as a kid yeah. and growing up, I do enjoy it. And if it's on, it's like, it's a fun movie. There's plenty of moments in it where I'm like that. It, it's it, you know, I laugh and yeah, I enjoy, yeah. I I've always enjoyed Joe Pesci no matter what. And like, and it's, <laughs> it, I, I get that it's just fun and it's kind of silly. That's, and I just that's need to an, that's sit back the, and enjoy yeah. the fact that it's just a movie. Yeah, I just, I, I really just love the, uh, the tone of it. Yeah. Like, sure. When you watch it, the way they shot it and everything, I mean, it's just really, it's just well made, like a really well made movie put together. Good, great cast. And is that and the movie? It is. Donald and D. Old Trump showed up, or was that was that? No, Home that's Home Alone, Home Alone 2, two. That was Home Alone which two, okay. did not make my top five because it pretty much copied the same beats as the first Home Alone. Well, so I was yeah. like, eh. I why can't not? If it's here. not broke, why fix it? You know? True. And now I enjoy Home Alone two, but I just I was like, eh. Home How did they leave better. him at home again? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did it again. I honey, I shrunk the kids again. Actually, he got on a different flight and. Because they were all going to a different. That's so true. He, they did. He, he went got, to new. They were going to another state. They were going to Florida. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then he okay. accidentally got on a different. And then plane. he he got on the plane to New York, to new oh York which, and then that that brings up questions about the airline. And then you got to remember, well, this is ninety two, so yeah, uh, whatever. But uh, yeah, no, Home Alone. That's it's it's absolutely a classic, oh, and it's straight and, up Christmas. And a lot of people asked about the the plane ticket. Yeah. 
Well, they got in thrown the, away in the beginning. Remember all when uh, all the commotion happened in the kitchen? Pepsi spilt on the table, mm. and the dad wiped it up, and it just happened to have the plane ticket there, like within the napkins. He's, you see him throwing yeah, it away. Yeah, he's wiping off the table oh. with the napkins, and he as he throws the napkins away, he in the clump is. Kevin's plane ticket. See, I, I Kevin didn't need that it. plot point. Which I didn't even. I, I wasn't going to argue. That was, took me a long time. I to don't know enough about. Yeah, yeah. I don't know enough about Home Alone to. And it happened so quick that you know, upon the first viewing, you might not catch it. Yeah. I know I didn't for years. Well, I haven't seen Home Alone two. Like, uh, I, I've. If We're talking I've about seen, Home Alone one. Well, if I. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, I. I really. You know. In I, Home Alone two. Stupid ass Kevin. I haven't seen Home Alone. Stopped to put batteries in his stupid like Walkman thing, and he's like, (laughs) "Oh, I'll catch up while everyone's running away." And he's like, and he sees a guy wearing the same coat as his dad. Yeah, great writing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but uh, yeah, that's number two. So, all right, number Um, ones for everybody. Before we do that, do we want to do honorable mentions? We'll do do two honorable mentions. Which God, I'm gonna have a hard time doing. Which we just, I just said my. one of my honorable mentions was Home Alone. We just yeah. discussed that. My other honorable mention is Edward Scissorhands. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's it a is, good I one. I mean, and I, I, that's another one I just rewatched because I had forgotten. I said, oh my God, this is a straight up Christmas movie. And I thought, maybe it's not, <laughs> you know but gonna, it is. You know what I'm going to say, though, right? What are you going to say? One owner writer? <laughs> yeah. She's fantastic in that movie. <laughs> No, no, I love Edward. She's Scissor. so good in that I movie. I love Edward Scissorhands. Come on, and, uh, no, Winona that was, was our, Winona that... was fine in that movie. Oh, she was fine. She did okay. Go. Young Winona <laughs> didn't try so hard. So it was listeners fine. of uh, the last the last podcast, podcast will, I went on a very long Winona rider, um, or I think it was the first. No, it was the first podcast. Yeah, uh, I went on a very long Winona rider. Uh, rant about how I think she overacts, and I'm not a big fan. <laughs> What's that movie? Breakfast at Tiffany's? Or no, it's not. That's Breakfast not Club? No. John Hughes? Oh. The one that she was in, that she's well known for, she, uh, Christian Slater was in it. Oh, Heathers. Yeah. Yeah, Heathers. You didn't like Heathers? I didn't see Heathers, so I don't really know. You would hate <laughs> Heathers. I probably I would. It. Probably would. You would hate it. We Our first <laughs> our first episode, we talked about Stranger Things, yeah. and so she annoys me in Stranger Things really bad. I, I, I get that. I, I love that Thank show. Thank you. I love that show, <laughs> but I think it's more of her character, though, and she's... That's exactly she's su- what she's I She's supposed said. to be like that. I she, get that's it, but exactly it's, what don't I you said. feel like it's just Thank a little you. much? So don't you feel you, like it's a little I think, much? I think what you really mean is her character annoys you. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's her character. It's not her acting. But it's her, it's her uh, character. But she could have... You it's know her what? Char- she's she's in charge of her character's level of of of. You don't know insa- that. Yeah. She's okay. The the Duffer Brothers could have been like, could you dial it up to eleven? Yeah, I guess. Anyway, well, those are my yeah. So, Home but Alone whenever and- but whenever you see <laughs> whenever you see her in Mr. Deeds and how bad she does in Mr. Deeds, well, we don't have to. And then about, I, you see her do that. It's like if she's she just that bad that of an movie? actress, it's Mr. Deeds. You you think she's the problem in that movie? <laughs> I would say that movie's the problem with that movie. Anyway, my honorable what was, mentions. What was that? What was that movie? The British movie she was in, where she was like, "That would be most good." Like I can't remember. Well, uh, you, you mean Dracula? Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah. With Keon- okay, well, I think so. still that, once again horrible. That honestly is a whole podcast episode by itself because I will go at length <laughs> discussing that movie. Yeah. yeah. And spoiler alert: he's not the problem. 
No, no. Literally everything else is. He's never, but, so there's he's never okay. The he's never the problem. Even oh, we're, I'm not gonna go. We're gonna talk fine, about Winona so, Ryder's obviously gonna be a theme of uh, between me and Mark. So my yeah. So there you go. My honorable mentions are Just, Edward Scissorhands and Home Alone. So there you go. You want to throw another one in there since we talked about Home Alone? So uh, much? okay, yeah. Um, well, we already talked about Christmas Vacation. Here we go. This is a guilty honorable mention, guilty pleasure, jingle all the way. Oh with, yeah, with that Sinbad, was going to be one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. And I had I had but. a Mr. Turbo Man <laughs> doll as a kid. My I I watched that movie, <sighs> saw it in theaters. My mom went out and bought it for me for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know why. so that you would not hate her, and so that you would not go through. So That's I had all. I had a Mr. Tur- I had an actual Mr. Turbo Man. I defy anyone to tell me what movie doesn't represent. American Christmas more than that movie. It's I capitalism mean, it, it, at it, its finest. It yeah. nails it on the head, but why there's like those awkward fight scenes between uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Sinbad gets it's a little funny. creepy. He gets a little creepy. I mean, yeah, he gets creepy because he he's a mailman. Real creepy. Haven't you ever heard of Dave Berkowitz? <laughs> Sinbad's like, <laughs> yeah. there's some moments where I'm like, it's a little, it's getting a little creepy. Oh, yeah, know. yeah. But, and well, and, and then of course, that's our like int- fighting with taking the, the toy away from the kid. And he's like, that's our introduction to like, Jake Lloyd, uh, who would, who would steal our hearts in the classic episode one, The Phantom Men. As, as young oh. Anakin Skywalker. And, uh, anyway, uh, so, so those are those are a couple honorable mentions, uh, uh, and uh, I guess all the. Oh, I guess I'll do my number one, and then uh, you. Yo, go, go ahead, do your number one, because I, I I think I know what it is, but I'm not gonna. I I, I think I know what it is, and I hope it's what I I'm, I'm expecting, because I I, I want to believe I know you. I think you know me. I think I know And you. I think anyone who knows me knows that I have a very special place in my heart for this movie because it is, without a shadow of a doubt, the most classic, and I'll fight anyone who tells me otherwise, the most classic Christmas movie, and no, it's not A Wonderful Life. I know I hate, what it is. I hate to break it to you folks. It's a Wonderful Life is a sad, awful movie. It's pretty sad. Movie that does I not hold up. again. <laughs> I'm changed for mine. That's pretty good. <laughs> but no, I'm not talking about that slow burn piece of f- film. I'm talking about truly classic, A Christmas Story. I wow. Knew I knew it. Wow, that is not what I was expecting. I am intrigued to know what, what I was expecting. I, were- ex- I honestly, and I or don't. you can wait for it. No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm, no, what, what I'm dead you, serious. Because it made my honor- I'm surprised you didn't say Batman Returns. <laughs> Honorable mention. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't say Batman Returns. Here's the thing about Batman Returns. You're in my phone <laughs> as Batman. <laughs> Batman Returns. I figured Mr. Batman would have picked Batman Returns as his number one Christmas movie. Well, because it's about child genocide, and you know, yeah, well, it's kind of a bummer. And here, it's well, kind just kind of, of ironic, isn't it? And I'm not gonna. I will get to my honorable mentions or whatever, yeah. but let's just discuss it because a Christmas story is my number if we, one. If we were well. doing a top ten, it absolutely. Made Let, it on we'll it. just go ahead and just um, talk about it. It's, Christmas story is my number one as well. Is it so right on? Okay, we'll, we'll discuss. Yeah, it now. let's just let's just do it, man. It's um. Do you know when this thing came out in theaters, nobody saw it? Oh, yeah. It was a flop. It was a complete flop. Nobody cared. Ted Turner decided, <laughs> hey, I'm going to show this movie on this TBS all the time hit. because uh, why not? Because I can. <laughs> 
and through <laughs> through freaking syndication and reruns and like time and time again people see it and go you know what this movie's actually really good you damn right it's really good since it's 19 since 1997 it's been a marathon every single christmas on TBS. And you know who uh, puts that marathon on on Christmas every single year? This guy. You. Yeah. I don't yeah. even cut the volume on sometimes because why yeah, bother? It's always playing it. in the background. It's just playing. Yeah. yeah. It's just playing. It's it's um, from start to finish, man. It's it's about a boy who just wants this one thing for Christmas, and he you know he he's so desperate to get it, and the whole time you think I don't think he's gonna get it because everybody's conspiring against this kid to uh, get his BB gun. You know, well, I mean, he just—he's got just like this. I mean, that one goal in mind, but it's just like the—it's got everything I would want in a. I mean, in a Christmas movie, it's got the—it's got the obvious statement about American consumerism. It's got how creepy it is seeing. Santa Claus and sitting on some stranger's lap you've never met in your life. <laughs> yeah, who that, I mean, that, and that stranger ex- as Santa Claus could be a really terrible that person. Experience, and the, the trueness behind behind how just <laughs> just shitty retail workers, like how much they just hate Christmas, mm-hmm. like and how just like honestly terrible, like terrible, like either most of the time it's behind your back. I'm gonna be honest that around Christmas, like retail, like people who work retail just hate. Especially, it doesn't even matter how nice you really are. Like, they're, you're just, it's a miserable No, they time. hate their lives because they know that even if you, the customer, aren't being really awful to them, they're still going to deal with a number of people that are going oh, to yeah. just, you know, just pitch an absolute <laughs> fit and whatever. But I mean, in one, if you, especially yeah. if you work in a mall and you work in a busy store, um, you're, I mean, you're yeah. going to get hundreds of people in sure, like sure. one hour. And in those hundreds, hundred people, say you see a hundred people in my experience retail, I mean, you're going to have like the majority of them, I would say about like 50%, not going to really be a big deal. Then you're going to get about 25% who are pretty nice and a good spirit. But then you're going to get another 25% who are just like assholes. Exactly. And those, and those ones, out assholes just outshine everything. Yeah, that was going to say. that's They're the ones that are going to stand out. But that's not even uh, what the movie's about. And honestly, the main thread of the film is not even the most intriguing. It's the side plots. It's yeah. the whole thing with the major award, the lamp that the dad wins. It's the, the obsession. The with- thing with the boys trying to outrun Scott Farkas, the bully, at every turn. You know, and it's the it's the... <laughs> It's the, hey, will your tongue get stuck to this pole in the cold? Or <laughs> bullies <laughs> dealing with bullies. Yeah, it's like, like it's the bullies, it's the peer pressure, it's the it's Obsessive the mother. It's, it's, yeah, it's that, it's the it's the harsh dad, and it's the, the depression era, and just It's all very, it. it's just real. Realistic, yeah. It's, it is. It's super, it is. it's just it's down like, to earth. That's how, you know, life is, or was it back doesn't, in the Back yeah, then, it you doesn't know. like make Christmas into this like magical like oh my it's like this almost very raw realistic like oh my god Christmas like it it, it as much as everyone loves Christmas like everyone's had just like these terrible Christmas experiences sure yeah and it just I feel like for me it like rings home with just like you know you get that gift that you're like. oh like from a relative that you just hate but you gotta love it because the bunny suit the yeah. bunny suit the but bunny you get that suit. gift yeah. that you're just like oh god but you're, <laughs> you're, you're like, like they made it for you like, well you they to, made yeah. it and you well, need to enjoy it yeah. and you're like you know, uh, <laughs> well, people appreciated things back then you know well at least 
the story in the movie is supposed to take place back in like the sixties or the fifties, right? The like thirties. Well, it's 40s. based off it's based it off the the nineteen ninety six nineteen sixty six novel and uh, God We Trust. Yeah, yeah. All others pay cash. So it's like so it's sixties, early sixties. Yeah, maybe. it's based on I think like sixties, seventies. Well, based on the vehicles, it would imply seventies, I like think, right? Forties or fifties because really? they're driving that old Oldsmobile. Yeah, but I mean. I don't know. People me, had seems, older cars back then. Yeah, though. maybe like, so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't, I, know. I don't know. But anyway, I need a fact check on that one. The point <laughs> is, it's it's way back in the day, you know, and people lived differently back then. You know, people sure, actually yeah. appreciated stuff. I mean, there was, you know, there were like that working class family, low end, you know, just yeah, trying yeah, to, very blue collar, trying to get by, and <clears throat> I, that that's what I enjoy the most about the movie because these people are like, you know, real people. It's almost like uh, you know when you watch Roseanne. Yeah. Or something, yeah. you know. I mean, this is a real family, you know. Yeah, I mean, from what I'm Very reading, so. from what I've read or like reading currently, uh, just trying to do some fact checking, it says that the book was based in '64. So if they okay. did it based on the book, then it would be in the '60s. All right, then fair yeah. enough, fair enough. For some and yeah, reason, they, which they were been, probably driving like a early '50s model car, yeah, because yeah. they couldn't, you know, well, he's, people yeah, didn't he afford a new car, and he was then. always working and fixing stuff as, himself. So he probably got an old car that he was working. He always just right. fixed up if it ever had any issues. But I mean, you know, you always, I mean, and it always rang home for me. Like I don't know if you guys had that growing up. Like for me, there was like. You know, where you're too young for something, you know, that was kind of borderline dangerous. Your parents are like, well, you're not old enough for that. Like, eh. Well, that never, might be a I little bit too much responsibility. Gun, so I, don't know. I didn't want a BB gun, yeah. but there was like, you know, for me, I mean, I, my family was a pretty, you know, protective sure, growing sure. up. And like, I couldn't like shoot fireworks by myself until I was like old enough. And so oh, it really? kind of like, like 18. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I could go out and shoot like I always had to be like you know someone can light it for you and you know just like super overprotective like mother so it, that that that's fair and like yeah. my mom would always make sure I had on like a thousand layers of clothing so it was just <laughs> so many things that just paralleled in my own right. life yeah. I liked the uh, when he when he says the cuss word when they're changing the tire fudge. and then oh, it's yeah, just I like say fudge. it's so you know <laughs> that whole reaction just that yeah. that whole thing is one of my favorite it takes sequences. you back to when you're a little kid and you know you, you, say you said word. a bad word and yeah it's like, and it's like you know what I've actually had soap put in my mouth oh I have too I have too one time it was horrible <laughs> like, and I didn't even say a cuss word I just you know, smarted dump, off dump to my soap's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> But I never had Life Boy. Evidently, Life no. Boy, the soap they put in his mouth. Was like, yeah. I was like, red soap. I even asked my parents. I remember, like, red soap. They're like, yeah, that's Life Boy. You don't want that. I'm like, okay. I like how the mom like like tries. <laughs> she it. tries it like oh, and I just love and I love the side. He like those little side adventures of things that just like did not matter. Of just the old, trying to get the oval teen. Coin, or yeah, like, that's or what I'm saying. Like, like some the, there's like the little things lights, that just you know, like this is like, like I love. There's his, like his, his decreeing, you know, Opal Dean. Yeah. He's so just crushed. It's a commercial. It's just crushed. Just like slowly realizing how just horrible the world is. Mm-hmm. Well, At nine years old, he's like nine years old in that movie, <laughs> and he's yeah and he, figuring out that it's like oh god, every this this thing I'm so excited about. Yeah, it's just all advertisement. Like when he's he's fantasizing about the, his paper that he's writing on the Red Rider, and he like and oh, his yeah. teacher just that like that one blows me away. His it's like, what did you because because he reads it out loud after he. Uh, 
after, almost a, it's almost <laughs> I dropped the computer. He reads <laughs> he reads his theme out loud to the you know to us the audience before he turns it in. So it was like that sucks, dude. <laughs> and he's like so proud of it. He I, he even says he's like oh man that's great. Like no plus. it sucks. Plus you know, gonna get an A plus. plus. And, plus. and then what is plus. it? He gets like a C. He gets a on C it? plus. C plus. And, and then I was like that's just like going around the room. Like, yeah, he's like, like so destroyed by that. He's like oh no. no. <laughs> A C plus. Oh, like, now yeah, you get the right. Red Rider BB gun. Had now. I been that, <laughs> had I been that teacher, I'd have been like, F. It's like for writing a shitty theme. The great writing in that movie. Oh yeah, I mean, hands like, down. I mean, as much as Ted Turner's a weird dude in general, thankfully he made. You gotta that movie. thank him. You gotta. Yeah, thank I gotta. Him I gotta that, thank him. That movie would never have reached. The and for that bison you know? burger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, At Ted's restaurant, whatever it's Ted's Steakhouse or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's Ted's downtown. You ever been to Ted's? No, I've never been. Oh, to they got a great bison burger. So uh, I'll, I, I believe by it. Owned by Ted Turner. <laughs> I believe it. What? Uh, so that was your number one. That was my number one. What, was, yep. what are your two uh, honorable mentions? My two honorable mentions. I've said several honorable mentions, but uh, Jingle All the Way was one of them, Boom. and Batman Returns. Uh, some other ones were. The Gremlins. Gremlins. Yep. That oh, one, nice. That Gremlins was, was on there for sure. I love that movie uh, growing it's up. It's great. It doesn't hold up necessarily so much now. That's the only problem. Yeah, and yeah, I it's know. It's a product it, of I its know time. It doesn't. I watched and it the other day, too. Scrooge, which we, was was definitely in there, and then um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, right on. I mean, uh, yeah. those were probably... I mean, several of the things we mentioned were already in my my top, but um, yeah, we're definitely of a certain generation. I'm noticing. I have an honorable so. mention. What are your honorable mentions? And then tell us your number one. Sarah. And then every Hallmark Christmas movie that's ever been. Mm, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> no. um, my honorable mention was uh, the Santa Claus. Tim Allen. You know, we just we just watched we had a uh, long rant about we, we, this. We did we, <laughs> right before you got here. That. Um, the the concept behind the Santa Claus is really fucked up because you basically have to murder Santa Claus and then <laughs> like Santa him. Claus died and I then mean, become remember, him. Yeah. Santa Claus died due to Tim yeah. Allen. It's Tim and Allen. then he became <laughs> cursed with the Santa. And then here's a thought I had: What if Santa just had an accident and no one was around? So he just, literally has to just Santa. wait for somebody to walk Santa around. Committed like, suicide. This is dark. Yeah. What is? He? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, what happens? It's like some poor schlub sees He's the clothes. Like, I'm like done with oh, it. somebody dropped their Santa Claus outfit. Let me return them. And it's like, nope, you're Santa, buddy. Like, I don't want it. Too bad. There's a 38 revolver. Otherwise, you There's kill a, Christmas. A 38 revolver becomes Santa Claus. Oh my <laughs> Delivering. god. Oh my god. <laughs> Delivering. It's, well, now it got dark. <laughs> I just remember watching that as a kid and just really enjoying the movie. When it's, we were, yeah, it's an, enjoy, it's I mean, an enjoyable as a kid, movie. Still. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's original. Come on, you can't deny that. It oh, is. No, it is. It, it is. I just I just wish it held up a little better. But just yeah, so, that's but, why yeah. it's an honorable mention. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was like it, I mean, just like you know, a Christmas story could be argued that it's like really depressing, and you could view oh, I a Christmas story as like a man, like it just really just makes you like think like man, Christmas kind of sucks, and like there's like it could you could argue that it like just brings you down but i mean i would argue against that wholeheartedly i mean it could i mean but i'm saying like the it's like the reality that the dream of christmas is like 
and is met with the harsh reality of the world at the same time. Well, sure. And but, so, you know. but I'm, I'm saying like, I'm saying that you could argue that, yeah, just, okay. but you could also That's argue fair. that <laughs> the Santa Claus is also incredibly depressing in its own ways yeah. too, of just well, like, I mean, especially if you're the, uh, if you're the kid, if you're watching it from the kid's perspective, which might've been their intention, but see, okay. The things that were, dissecting about that movie you don't think about when you're a kid when you're no, a kid no, this is just one. fun but as an adult you're going okay cool this kid is he's already lost his father due to divorce and now his father is literally leaving because he is stuck playing Santa Claus a life of immortality and constant state of obesity and uh, <laughs> at any moment he could die and someone else is Santa Claus and your, yeah. your Christmas is ruined you know for life I just now thought of this and I don't know, would Liar Liar be considered a Christmas movie? No. There's a Christmas part to it. No, at there the isn't. End, a at the end of it. That's a birthday. Not the, at the very it's, end where he all, comes it, back and he's like, it's Christmas time. The plot point is a birthday wish. And there's yeah. like a, but like at the very end he comes back and it's at Christmas time. No, it's another birthday. Yeah, it's, just, it's a, Max's. A uh, it's Max's like, other birthday. Like That's sixth no. birthday. Yeah. Actually. I thought they were selling Burning Christmas somewhere in Liar Liar. The only Jim Carrey Christmas movie I can think of is his Grinch, the Grinch. run. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's right. Which is interesting. For some reason I thought Liar Liar there was like a Christmas theme to it. Maybe there's a snow involved. There might have. I don't. I don't. I thought that there was recall. snow somewhere in that movie. <laughs> honorable mention too. I need to watch Liar Liar. What's again. your other? What's your other honorable mention? <laughs> Reindeer Games. <laughs> I don't know. I can't speak to that one. I can't speak to that one because I don't know if I've ever seen it. Do you know I've, I've seen it once and I, immediate no joke I immediately forgot what it was about because I was like, this needs to end. <laughs> it's it's definitely, you know. Not a great movie if you really, you know, dissect it or whatever, but <clears throat> I don't know. It's entertaining to me. Okay. How did we overlook Jack Frost, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> no one mentioned Jack Frost or Polar Express because that was such a. I'm going to go on record Polar and say Expre- Polar I- Express is one of the most boring Christmas movies I've ever watched in my entire life. I wouldn't say it's boring, oh I would just say God. it's very odd. And, uh, and I hope that's again, not your that's number another- one, Billy. <laughs> Jack Frost? No, Chris, <laughs> yeah, no. Jack Frost. No, no, Polar Express. Pol- Polar oh, Express. That's no. another. Really, that's another one of those. I tried Zemeckis to watch it and that, I was with so the, the motion capture, and I was like, you know, I don't. Know I what watched it is. and I was just so bored. I tried. I watched it two or three times, and I'm just so bored every time I watch it. I know uh, kids that uh, read the book to that because I remember the book. Um, absolutely love that movie, and I like, don't know okay, why, I get it, but it know? just I, I love Tom Hanks. I'll watch anything he does, but not everything he does is a winner. That's a, so. Uh, do you have any more number honorable one. mentions, or is that your oh. number, what's your number one, Billy? Uh, my number one is Christmas Vacation. There it is. Boom. So, uh, why did you? What? What? What was it about? Why? Why is it in your number one? I don't know. It just has everything in it to me. Um, I don't know it, and it's more nostalgia. You know, watching it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, it's. I don't know. There's so many good things about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I always know that you've always been a big fan of, or seem to always love comedies, just as much as I do. I love comedies. And so that, that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, like, I um, that I think why it was obviously number two for me uh, of, uh, under A Christmas Story was because of the nostalgia of uh, 
Christmas story and I've just seen it so many times. But um yeah, no, I I I I I just know you love quotable movies and that movie's just super quotable. It yeah. is. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it, I, I would say. I would say Christmas story for me as well is there's probably some nostalgia you know, yeah. There for it because you know, which that's that what so I think the biggest appeal of Christmas is. Well, yeah, because it's nostalgia. a time. Of, it's a time of reflection. It's a time of. Uh, but you know, I, f- I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons why like people love Christmas. Like I mean, they get so excited about Christmas is because it's just like if you had, or they get depressed around Christmas because if you had a horrible. I feel like it's a lot of it for me is tied to my childhood. Sure. And yeah. like you know some of it. Like to this day, I'm not a big fan of Christmas just because I, like I said, I grew up divorced. So it was like waking up every, every Christmas, every year was like, wake up. And I had to go around to like everywhere. Make the rounds. And just drive. Yeah. And still to this day, it's like Christmas time. I stresses me out. Cause I'm like, I gotta, I know I've got to drive all over the place. Like, and anyone with divorced parents know that sure. it's just like. You got to go here. You got to go here. You got to go here. And it's just like some people got to fly certain places. And so, like, I, I just really hate traveling. Traveling's always been like, it's been a theme in my life, which is going back yeah. and forth and back and forth. So, I mean, some for some people, it's like, oh, Christmas time. And they go to one house and everything's there. And they're like, and I feel like those are the people who are like, let's decorate everything and let's drink cocoa. And they're like, well, Obsessed I go, I go to one house and we don't decorate it all that much. It's See, like, and I feel like there's some people like who just really enjoy Christmas, whereas I kind of, I borderline, I actually kind of dread it. <laughs> Christmas actually is kind of a dread for I'm me. I'm surprised you didn't put four Christmases. On I can't tell you thing. how many times I've been called a Scrooge. Like I can't tell you how many times. <laughs> He's a true blue Scrooge. My my uh, the Grinch, a Scrooge. <laughs> my wife is always making jokes about like my heart getting three times bigger. Like, you know, I'm, she's like, I'm going to work on a, making you a like, a, you know, three, whatever the, what, the Grinch thing. Like my yeah. heart's three times the, and I'm going to love Christmas <laughs> and go down to Whoville and be like, yay. Cause that's a thing. <laughs> and, and make snow angels. <laughs> you go down to Whoville. Whoville. Going down the Whoville. <laughs> if that place existed. Merry Christmas. Um, I think full. I think one of the <laughs> biggest full. things Shitter's full <laughs> that I like about uh, Christmas Vacation is it's just the idea of you know Chevy Chase his character he's just this this dad you know that he just I'm trying his best he's he's got all these high expectations of this stuff that he wants to do and like oh, nothing time. works yeah. out like every time he want and it's that's how it is man nothing ever works <laughs> out like you want it to but well, he you know something special it finally just Clark breaks Griswold. down to the, yeah. the point to where he just accepts it. Yeah, it's, like I feel like he just goes whatever. It's, it's exceptionally bad for Clark Griswold, you know. Yeah. That's I guess that's kind of the whole point but, of the vacation. Movies. But he has he just gives it his best his best try though. He you does. Know, he's, he's just a he's try so hard. Enthusiastic. And he's, yeah. And you know, and I love how he treats his neighbors. You know, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's Bend so over great. And I'll show you because they're just assholes, man. Like they're just that they're the epitome of those people that. You just, they're, they're the neighbors you don't want to have. They're, they're, they're the, uppity, you know. Yeah. They're they're rich. They obviously make a lot of money, and they they know it, and they think yeah. that they're just better than everybody. Oh yeah, and he's you know. I I call that the unofficial prequel of uh, where Elaine Bennis started before she moved to New York and joined Jerry and the gang on Seinfeld because oh it's Julia Dreyfus. Yeah, it is Julia. So, yeah, Julia Dreyfus. Because she's uh, very that her character in, in Christmas you. Vacation is kind of very Elaine because yeah. Elaine she's a horrible person. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's true, and um, and the thing, the great thing about that movie is uh, Clark just wants one thing. That's all he wants. In yeah, the movie. Yeah. He's like, I just want the my bonus. pool. I just want the bonus uh, so I can get the, the bonus pool. in the pool. I just, I just want, want a bonus. I just want the pool. Don't care about giving my family the greatest adventure of their lives. We're we're done with that. We we did that twice and it didn't whatever. I don't care about it. I just want the pool. Just want the pool. <laughs> Shallow of the month club. Jelly. <laughs> jelly of the <laughs> month club. That's right. Roll into a yeah. jelly club. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And that's uh Bill Murray's brothers in that. Yeah. Brian Doyle. Brian yeah, Doyle. he's the yeah. boss, yeah. One of the many Murrays. Which is, you know, hysterical yeah. to, when you find out there's like a, 11 of them. Um, it's kind of hard to tell that, it's kind of sometimes hard to tell that they're brothers unless they're like side by side. And even then it's like. When you, well, when Brian Doyle was younger, you could see it more. Yeah. Um, like if you watch Caddyshack, since they're both in that, you're like, oh yeah, there they go. But they don't sound anything alike. That's the thing is like, <laughs> no. his voice is just so Brian, raspy. Yeah, Brian's got that distinct I voice. I can't, so. you know, the, the height difference there is. Crazy I know it's to a little me. wild. I feel like Bill Murray's like what? Bill Murray's like he'll, six foot, and he? he's a uh, he's kind of he's pretty tall. Yeah, but Brian Doyle's, Brian Doyle's like this, not, and his and then uh, the other little brother who acts or did act who's in Scrooged that plays his brother, mm-hmm. his actual brother, who sounds a lot more like Bill. Yeah, he's he's kind of short as well. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. Some just, people are just that blessed with throws me off, man. Like, <laughs> it happens, but uh, yeah, hey, there it is. There's yeah. Our, there's our top three with our honorable top mentions three. of uh, best Christmas movies ever. If you disagree with our lists, you're probably wrong, uh, but oh, we would yeah. love to hear about it. Or love to hear your top three. Yeah, sure. Yeah, your tell us your... Send us, or any uh, that we didn't think about uh, yeah. that we should have mentioned, but we didn't. There's a ton we didn't put. Like I said, this is top three. We had a bunch of honorable mentions. There's a bunch that I chose not to include because I didn't think it quite... Uh, I didn't think Lethal Weapon was a Christmas movie. I know it takes place somewhat in Christmas, but that's not the plot point like, yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, I you mean... Know, uh, it just happens. You know, That's like calling Iron Man 3... A Christmas movie just because it starts off in Christmas. <laughs> it's not. And you shouldn't watch that. And, and I know I'm a big superhero guy, but don't watch that movie. It's not good. Um, <laughs> now I feel like I need... Uh, but, yeah. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, on the other hand, that's a Christmas movie. And I almost thought about putting it on there, but I didn't. I mean, there's obviously tons of Christmas movies, and we tried to... Uh, I don't know. Stick... We, I feel like we stuck to the top, like, you know, 30 or 40 there. I mean, obviously there's... Tons of Christmas movies that come out every year. We didn't mention... I'm going to go ahead and say it because if anyone does say anything to us, they're going to talk about Elf. Elf was... uh, It was not in my honorable mentions. It was not up there. I I know how obsessed everyone is with Elf. No, it didn't make mine either. It did not did make, not make my, my top or anything like that. And I everyone is so obsessed with that movie. No. I, I I get it. I, I get the hype. And I understand why people like it. Did not appeal to me. I like I Elf. Don't, I don't love it. I I get that. Oh, ha ha. Will Ferrell. He's like super excited about Christmas. Yeah. And if... If it had and, been, uh, <laughs> if, if, I don't want it, to say her name, Zoe Deschanel. If it was, uh, and it was just like, if it had I been my favorite, know, it just uh, pissed me off. Yeah, if it had been my favorite Will Ferrell movie, I might have included it, but um, oh no, but it's not. I don't think it's his. What best is work. your favorite Will Ferrell movie for that matter? <sighs> Probably Anchorman. 
Yeah, it's gotta be Anchorman. Yeah. You know? Is it Anchorman? It's gotta be Anchorman for me. Old school was pretty good. Old school was good, but I still Um, love Anchorman a little bit more. I liked him in. (laughs) Nobody ever talks about this movie, but I like Night at the Roxbury. Oh, yeah. Yes. No one talks about it. People talk about the movie all the time. No, they do the head motion. They do the dance when the song comes on, but nobody ever talks about the actual movie because I don't think a lot of people liked it. I unabashedly love I that love movie. that movie. It's I, so I, it's so ridiculously stupid that it's it's hysterical. I mean, then at that point though, you could say Zoolander too, but he's only in it for a minute. Not Zoolander two, but Zoolander also. Oh oh oh, it's Mugatu. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's not his movie. You know what I mean? No, you're right. So. Um, Talladega Nights was probably definitely up there. as that's well. That's good. When I was watching Step Brothers earlier, and that never gets old for me. Um. Are you the one that doesn't like Step Brothers? I love Step Brothers. Oh, okay, cool. You know, uh, have you seen The House yet? No. I did not hear good things. It's not too bad. It's got some funny stuff. Sure. It's not, it's not great, yeah. but there are some really good parts. Uh, Will Ferrell is really funny. It reminded me in the same vein as the campaign that he did with uh, yeah, Zach Galifianakis, which I didn't, I didn't enjoy that one. He said that one was the yeah, campaign. It was, had it had some uh, okay funny moments eh. because you get those. Two well, they were trying to run on the coattails of the Hangover into the campaign. Yeah, and well, you know, you'd ex- you'd expect more from those guys. You know, I mean, you think you get Zach Galifianakis <laughs> and Will Ferrell together, it would just be amazing. Well, especially since Will too, Ferrell yeah. is, I think I don't know if the, the statistic still holds up. He is literally. For the last time I, I I read, it was probably like two years ago, he is the most overpaid actor in Hollywood. Based on ticket sales to how much he gets paid per movie, he gets paid way more than his movies bring in. I would say Robert Downey Jr. probably beats him on that one. I think Robert Downey Jr.'s movies bring in way more money than Will Ferrell movies do. And that's what I'm saying is yeah. how much Will Ferrell gets paid to how much his movies bring in. It's like the super ratio. offset. The well, I'm saying that's insane. why Robert Downey gets paid so much is because his movies. Well, no, I'm so talking about money. overpaid in the sense of like Will oh, Ferrell oh. doesn't bring any money to right. box office and he gets paid like insane. I can see that. Yeah, I so, can see that because um, I mean he's a he's a big star. I'm sure Jim Carrey was that way for a long. But time. Jim Carrey filled the seats though for a hot second what did. until like until his the past well since I like Man on the Moon did, came out I think when he did <laughs> I think when he did the Majestic that's when it started to make that decline I thought Man on the Moon the man uh, didn't do very well at all no and that's a shame because it was a great movie he, it's a and it kind great of movie. From that movie if you've seen the most recent documentary that's come out that's what totally set him on some like really weird path yeah I haven't I haven't watched it but people it's amazing. People tell me, I mean, people tell me if you're an so. Andy Kaufman fan, he like sure, it's yeah. like you if you watch ever watch any Andy Kaufman, I have anything, yeah. <laughs> and you're a fan, and then you watch Man on the Moon, you're like, oh my god! It's like, and he even says in this most recent documentary that he came out with on Netflix, where he's just like, I was standing on a beach, and he's like Andy, Ka-, he claims that like Andy Kaufman like embodied him and like took over his. His mind and his body, and for the eh, movie. if he believes it, and that's I mean fine. that's fine. I'm not debate. I'm not saying he did. Maybe <laughs> I don't know, but it seems a little insane. It seems very Jim Carrey these days. Well, he does. He he's not. He's not proving to be the most uh, sane person these no, days. No, he's a little so, off yeah, there. He's, he's a little he's off a little kilter. Bit, uh, you know, kooky, but, but but aren't great artists a little bit kooky? Yeah, 
this he's, movie he's wouldn't be anything yeah. without some tangents. So say. I had to throw some tangents. Exactly. In that's what that's what it's all about. Um, that is what it's movies, all about. Movies, television, and tangents. So what? Next week we are want to talk about it this episode. So me and Mark are going to have to get together really soon talking about this because highly anticipated. But hopefully, I'm I'm not going to say next week. I'm hoping uh, by maybe next this coming weekend. Um, we'll be talking about Star Wars. Well, Star Wars, not only Star Wars, hopefully it'll be Star Wars and the Disaster Artist. And the Disaster Artist. Maybe. I gotta talk about the Disaster Artist. If there's time after Star Wars. We'll talk about (laughs) Star Wars, but I am more (laughs) excited. I'm more, strangely, more excited about the Disaster Artist than I am about Star Wars. I am too, because I, I don't have any concern that this next Star Wars will be good. I don't think it's going to be bad. I think it's just going to be what, how I felt about episode seven, where I was just like, oh, okay. But I don't know. It's finally getting, we're going to see Mark Hamill back into it. So I'm hoping it's going yeah. to be a, a better movie than Rogue One. No, sorry, not Rogue One. Uh, 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 the last, Force uh, Awakens. The Force Awakens. Rogue One. I love Rogue One. I thought it was one of the best Star Wars movies to come out since the originals. I um, and It's then, the best prequel. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's um, officially the best. And people. then, uh, so I'm hoping that this one comes in and like does something unique to itself and kind of stands on its own because I didn't really feel like the I felt the Force Awakens was just like some revamp of all the old. You know, movies, I hear that I hear that all the time, and I don't I don't agree with there's it. There's so but many get, parallels, but I do. Well, yeah, but as George Lucas said, it's poetry; it rhymes. <sighs> I know. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. I mean, no, I'm I'm excited about it. This is gonna be the longest Star Wars movie, and it's also evidently the most different based on one. Well, or I two hope reviews. so. Um, um, but yeah, I'm yeah. hoping to talk about the disaster. Artist. We will if talk anyone about has ever artist, really seen see the movie uh, The Room, which is deemed among the film community as the worst movie ever to have been made of all time. Uh, Tommy Wiseau. Um, I might acted, be the, acted, directed, produced, wrote his <laughs> own movie. Financed his, somehow his own movie. It was terrible. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to say see it, but see it. I guess <laughs> if you're going, um, I, I also gonna feel like if you're, gonna, artist, yeah, if you're going to watch the disaster artist, you kind of which is to getting a it. lot of like high praise from the like the community, like critics are saying that yeah. it's actually it's actually a good movie. But the room was obviously terrible, so hopefully it's like a I don't know it's like a great movie that makes fun of a terrible movie. So uh, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're gonna appreciate the disaster artist, you gotta see the room. Um, if you don't want to watch the whole room, uh, there's That's videos fine. on YouTube yeah. Just watch clips. that you can probably get a summary of it <laughs> and kind of get the gist of it. Maybe get the gist of it. The it's kind of hard to follow. Anyway. Just take Christmas. lots of shots. Drink heavily. Oh, Anytime yeah. they mention a handful of things, you could drink. Um, what, like just look up the room drinking games. I'm sure there's like a ton of them. <laughs> you, you can will just prepare. Be <laughs> you will be very hammered because um, it never stops. That yeah, but no, we. Uh, I really want to talk about it. It's been uh, the room it. has been one of those movies. I I I've watched. I think I've watched it about like five or six times. Oh but, Jesus! Oh yeah, I, lo- I, I, I mean, can't bring myself. I love to do how it. bad it is, and that's the thing is that's the popularity behind yeah, it. It's just so yeah. bad that it's good, um, but it's not it. even good. It's just it's just good in the sense of just like it's fun to make fun of, and so the disaster artist 
is a movie that's about the making of the room sure. uh, with James Franco, Seth uh, uh, Rogan, Seth Rogan, um, and Dave Franco, Dave and Dave Franco. Dave and James are the main dudes behind the room, and uh, you know they play. They're our brothers. And so I really want to talk about it. I really want to talk about Star Wars. So well, me and Mark shall. hopefully will be getting back together real soon. That'll be if a fun double goes well. feature. <laughs> Disaster artists in Star Wars. I mean, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy that episode. All right, because there's gonna be a lot to discuss. Well, big thanks for Billy. For yeah, Billy. Us, yeah, I hope to have, hope to have you back. Thank you for having me. I want. I hope. Well, hopefully, we can have you back. I, hopefully, you had a good time. We can have you back. Yeah, I'll be yeah. back. Yeah. Boom. I understood that reference. I keep talking. We're gonna get Billy on when we, uh, when we get our trivia game up and going. We're gonna, we're gonna test your knowledge. Yes. Trivia Just night. Just see, see what you can do. And I was the, hoping to have it tonight, but Chad, no, unfortunately, I, I, uh, was too uh, sleep-deprived to make it out. Fair enough. And, you know, I, writing questions will have to be a yeah. know, thing I take time doing. Yeah. And then uh, and I also promised my brother I wouldn't do it until he got back into town because he really wants to take part in it. Hey, and, uh, yeah. I want yeah anybody. I actually uh, I have a few uh, people that that want to take part in that. That would be great. So, I mean, tell them to bring a, a mic and a, a computer, <laughs> 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 and they can we can all record at the same we can time. I'll do it. We will figure that out. Uh, so, all right. Uh, on behalf of myself and yeah. Alex, yeah, you can uh, write to us at the MTT Cast. Yep the the MTT Cast at gmail.com. Let us know your list, your top three, top five, top whatever Christmas movies that you want. And uh, tell us what we missed, uh, what we're wrong about. And as always, you can find me on Twitter, at MarkTheBat, sending all of your uh, hate tweets at me, especially during my comments about Beyonce. Ew. Uh, Alex, And you can get a hold of me on, uh, I mean, Twitter would be great. Instagram's fine, either one, at at UneasyAlex. At UneasyAlex. Billy, you got social media you want to promote? And, and you can't uh, get a hold of me unless you call my number, 615. <laughs> Just give him the number out there, out there, there to the go, masses. There you go. For a, for a good time call. And there we have it. <laughs> give Billy a phone call. I'm sure he won't answer. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk to Touché. you guys later. Yeah, it was awesome, awesome show. And uh, to all everyone out there, happy uh, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah. We'll be back. You know. Well, before Christmas, and hopefully we'll be back before we'll Christmas. Do if we'll not, do it. If so. you know, not, if not, or Hanukkah hey. or whatever you celebrate. Merry kiss my ass, happy Hanukkah. Merry kiss my ass. <laughs> kiss his ass and get your ass. <laughs> Merry Crystal Methodist. <laughs> Don't forget that report, Bill. <laughs> All right. <laughs>